that was the albatross that Gretchen Whitmer and everybody who supported her just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And, you know, the MVP of the Gretchen Whitmer campaign is Charlie LaDuff. <laughs> <laughs> How ironic is that? Yeah, I, really, right? I mean, that guy had that one bit of video that, you know, just, I mean, I, I know if I heard, I don't know about you. <laughs> as, as soon as I saw that video, I'm like, this is not where the majority of people are at, or even the super majority of people at. And I got texts from friends of mine just with the word cringe. You said no exception. But the question would be like a 14 year old who, let's say, is a victim of abuse by an uncle. Yeah. You, you're, you're saying you should carry that. That's right, motherfucker. MVP! 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 Hey, hippie, I can't hear you! MVP! That's right! MVP! Blew that shit up! $15 million, uh, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie! Can't get you enough of some Charlie. That was worth five points. That was five points, Gretch. Now, you know, that was epic campaign commercial. Tudor uh, Whitmer sitting here. Giving an interview, asked in a normal way. You know. Yeah. 14 year old gets raped by her uncle. She's supposed to show up to the family reunion with that thing? No exceptions. All right. Oops. But what's with the other dude? Uh, in there. <laughs> how oh, ironic the is how yeah. ironic is that? What do you mean, how ironic is that? Oh, by the way, uh, a shout out to Steve Freeze uh, from uh, Newsweek. Great writer guy. What's he got, Jason? Our magazine? Our magazine profile on James Craig this month. Yeah, that. remember James Craig was uh, leading this race? Oh. Was leading Whitmer? Yeah. A lot of rewriting of history in that uh, interview. Uh, <laughs> Jason. Oh, that's, what a shot. Jason Rowe is sitting in Karen's chair. Jason Rowe, if you don't know, was the executive director of the Republican Party. Well, up to just before Craig lit himself on fire because... You didn't want to give in to the Trump wackos. Is that right, basically? It's a little short of it, yeah. Yeah, now you're out there like, hey, uh, looking for a loser? GOP. I think what you're doing is trying to tell the GOP, get your shit together, move to the middle, because when it comes down to the general election, it's all of us independents. Is this correct? Well, I think uh, historically in an uh, election like this, independents break for the opposite party of the president, two to one. Uh, we split it. So it definitely is the swing voters that cost Republicans across the country. That's why that red wave didn't materialize is because independents did not break towards Republicans. And we'll get into it. We're not into that shit, you know. And be, before I go into the, isn't that ironic? Karen's at home. Hey, how's, how's the cold doing, girl? Uh, it's not. But Jason looks better in my chair than I do. <laughs> oh, you, you with those, those body, self-body image. You're fantastic. <laughs> Chair. Now it's the I pink shirt. The Everybody pink tell shirt. Karen that she's gorgeous. You're gorgeous. You, you gorgeous, are gorgeous. Karen. Beautiful. We love you. Disappointed you weren't here. Hey, don't don't pander. You know you sound like a politician now. Don't do that. No, no. I'm actually telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that. Real quick, with uh, we'll get into the whole thing. But uh, Jason's estimation about independence not deliver, you know, not delivering a wave at all. What do you think, Karen? You've been in actually in politics. 
your whole life? You know, it, it was it was a quite interesting night, I guess. You know, uh, for me, I'm looking forward. I'm, I want to see how all this pans out for the benefit of voters, those who voted for those who won, as well as those who did not vote for those who won. I mean, they represent everybody. So, you know, everybody gets gets excited and they're celebrating. And, you know, are they going to continue to ride this wave of power? Or are they really going to start trying to do something that that represents progress for the people in Michigan? Shit. I mean, come on, man. It's, paint's not even dry yet before we get to all that. I mean, it's not like the Republicans didn't take back the House of Representatives and maybe the Senate. So, you know, it's it's a few people in the middle. You better start talking sense. But let's go back. Hold on a second. What's the movement over there? Is something, uh, you know, we got new guys. We're, we're counting ballots. Yeah. Okay. We'll be back to you next week. Okay. Sorry. All right. I'm just trying to get it on YouTube. I messed up. Uh, well, Sorry. I don't give a fuck about you YouTube. Don't. Okay. So none of that. We're none of that. We we don't give a fuck about. Fuck you, YouTube. You're getting what you deserve. Yeah. And Facebook getting what you yeah. deserve. And Twitter, you're getting what you deserve. And all you blue checkmark punks, stop hey, whining. Hey, hey. You're lucky Elon Musk don't make you do push-ups and take an IQ test to get that blue checkmark. Come on, which brings me back to, that's ironic. No offense to the guy, I don't know him, but what's ironic? I know what he's saying. I'm tough on Whitmer, but I'm a reporter. You remember? I, I don't see the irony. You remember the 90s? Somebody's in power, you'll hold them to account. Your nursing home shit ain't straight, I'm going to hold you to account. Your budget's fishy, I'm holding you to account. You're firing the health director, and you're signing secret documents, and then he's off to the University of Michigan I'm going to hold you to account. So what is that? What, how do you see what's going on with the media? That, that, I just did my job. There's no objective media anymore. I think there is. Oh, hold on. Sorry. Oh, oh. Is it Whitmer? It's my poll group. My, it's one of my brothers. <laughs> That's how I poll. There is objective media. Where? You're, you're here. You're right oh, here. Yeah. Outside of here. Uh... They're all in lanes. They're all on teams. They're in their tribes. You, you went to... And they're, all, and they're all friends. And they're all trying to be friends with the people that they're covering. I asked Charlie that the other day. I said, Charlie, just objectively, can or should reporters be friends with elected officials? He said they can be, but they shouldn't be. And that's the problem. They're all trying to be in the circle. Eh? Yeah. Well, look, let me... Let me, let me here's a note here. Dixon, before James Craig blew up, was getting 2%. Nobody knew shit. You didn't actually think this woman was going to win, did you? I mean, not me. Hey, Byrne. Yeah. What was the number I gave you last Thursday? Like Whitmer by what? Four and a half to five and a half percent. Four and a half to five and a half. Okay, maybe it's eight to ten. But like, you, you, I didn't lose it to Casino. You knew every poll it was going to be Whitmer. Nestle, Benson, right? The big three. And all the props were going to pass. You knew that. Because what did the Republicans give us? Okay, you got... I, I wasn't so sure three weeks ago. And I, I'm just... I, I think the old adage about momentum in elections is kind of gone maybe because of mail-in and early voting. But... True. There was a lot of momentum. That's so. a, absolutely true. Like, you know, Jason's the here... Momentum came, the momentum came. Remember, we talked about the impact that proposal three was going to have on voter turnout. And I think that that, that proved to be effective. Because when it comes down to it, the Republicans, when you really got to face it, you could always hide behind Roe v. Wade, right? Since it's law. It's an easy one. I'm pro-life. 
can always do that. But now the rubber hit the road and you don't even know who your own constituents are because the majority of Republicans believe in abortion in some circumstances. It's a, it's a range. And they jumped, I bet you. They jumped. We're, we're the dog that caught the car. And especially just a few months before the election, that gave Republicans no opportunity to even figure out how to message this or deal with it. Yeah. Did you feel like you were starting behind the line because of that? Because there was so much momentum and Roe v. Wade was overturned? Well, I, I don't think most uh, Republican strategists, candidates, even thought that it would happen. And then it did. I mean, we knew we would talk about it, but I don't think anybody prepared for it or thought about what are we going to do when that moment happens. Wow. Uh, there were a few, um, you know, somebody you've had on this show before, Fred Zolik, was someone who was ringing the alarm bell for a long time that we need to pay attention to this. Um, and I had done some things to prepare for the inevitable. But, you know, there's a shock to the system. I don't think anyone believed this would ever happen. And then it did. And I think a lot of this, it didn't matter how well you messaged it because there was a reaction. You went into your corner on how you felt about this issue. I also think we thought we could blow past it, that we could use inflation to get people to ignore how they felt about abortion yep. and focus on something else. And We're not dumb. Work. We know inflation is kind of a federal issue. We're not dumb. You know, this is local business. Plus, you're there. So, well, I want to ask you this for, no, I won't. I'll leave it. I just, what, what's your position on abortion? <laughs> what's mine? Pers personally. Uh, it's evolved. I would say I'm more pro-life now than I was when I was younger. You believe in uh, abortion, rape, incense, incest life of the the mother yeah generally yeah oh, okay so I, I just think that's it because even you're not what was once portrayed like everybody had to know that you were the former executive director of this state party and that's what you're thinking nobody's going for that and then at, hey, by the way mark yeah so three weeks ago when you like momentum what i say to you i don't know oh you didn't buy into it well i said it's, it's whipper yeah because mm -hmm. people were sending you polls showing, hey, look, it's it's tightening, and you just you weren't buying into it. Nah, not not when my brother Billy, yeah, Trump guy, pro life, two grown daughters, and he's like, no, he heard Tudor Dixon go, no, dude, that's uh, that's that's fucked up, <laughs> you know. I love my daughter, and I'll I'll do what I need to do for my daughter, right? And they're good people and they got grandchildren and they help out. You understand what I'm saying? Like when you lose Billy, you lose. That's my brother, Frankie, you know, he's a liberal, but he'll vote conservative values. He says it's why that's, that's my community. I'm like, no. So do not think, Oh, ironic because I'm holding the governor to account for everybody else's life and you wouldn't do it. Yeah. Here's the other one. The Trump, let's put the Trump in here. Now you can give us the national scope. Karen, yes. down this ticket. Okay, let's just do the ticket. You get Tudor Dixon, no exceptions. <laughs> oh, Jesus, right? You got Matt DiPerno for attorney general, and this guy's out there stealing voting machines, tampering with them. I can show you how it's faked. Like, you might go to prison, motherfucker. Then you got the secretary of state candidate, Christine Caramo, who's faking like she was at Cobo Hall in 2020 telling you shit she didn't see, and tonight she's busy trying to figure out how to prepare her kids for dinner. Not, not what she's going to prepare, prepare for Prepare her kids for dinner. Yeah, how to cook the kids. <laughs> Cuckoo. And anybody that knows this show knows that. Go ahead, Karen. No, I was going to say just, you know, everybody, especially in the most in the Republican Party, still tend to think that Donald Trump has the ability to 
win an election. And all three of the candidates that you just named proved otherwise because they did align themselves with Trump, visited Mar-a-Lago and got his endorsement. Dixon had a visit uh, from Trump on her behalf. It just didn't translate to win to a win. Let me back this up. No, Trump came in here after Dixon got the nomination. Give her some credit on her own, but on her own behalf, did the work. He came in trying to take some credit. Trump, Mr. Republican Jason Rowe, it's kind of repudiated this time around. I mean, the five competitive house races across the country, they all lost, right? He lost Dr. Oz, right? The carpet bag and Dr. Oz. He lost Michigan and probably others. Is, is the Trump Stop the Steal movement dead? Has it stopped in its tracks? Can we move on now, please? I think it's too early to be seen. He clearly is going to be making an announcement Tuesday that he's running for president. And I think the more uh, he's criticized in the wake of this, the more he's being goaded into announcing. Um, he has pretty much lost in all the competitive states where he endorsed and kind of chose or uh, foisted candidates upon the party. He lost. I mean, you mentioned a couple. You got Arizona. Um, you know, it, on election night, he took credit for three Senate races, Alabama, deep red state, Florida, deep red state, and Ohio, deep red state. Of those three candidates, the only one he had any role whatsoever was uh, Ohio, where he endorsed J.D. Vance in the primary. He had nothing to do with Florida, and he barely had anything to do with Alabama. So that was what he was taking credit for because he had nothing else to take credit for anywhere in the country. And, uh, and another cultural shift. I mean, you're seeing... Republic, you know them. I mean, I don't. I I don't hang out at uh, you know Republican parties and whatnot. But like, that was the battle. They're not. They're not that was the battle before. Like half the parties, the country club, half are you know working class people who want to believe. Half of that half believes in the steel, and the country doesn't. It's time to move on. When I was working at Cobo Hall in twenty twenty, I was there with my own eyes for everybody, and you know what I got fuck you i'll fucking kill you you're a fucking liar and i'm like how am i a liar dude i'm doing the work so then i was a liberal tool now i'm hearing this local like isn't that ironic now what I, i'm some kind of conservative tool get with it just reality that's the way to win well and is the stop the steal dead i don't know but guess what we just got through a national election and do you hear anything going on about Election chicanery. Is anybody saying, I got robbed? Is it, I had a Washington Post reporter call Arizona. me. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, let's wait till it's done because they haven't well, finished yeah. counting. But I had a Washington Post reporter call me yesterday and say, you know, when Trump said that there was something going down at Huntington Place, how come the activists didn't rally up and go down there with their pitchforks? And I said, you know why? Because... Because of what happened in 2020, the Republican Party recruited and trained election observers and election workers. The Democratic Party recruited and trained election observers and election workers. And guess what? Janice Winfrey made sure that her people were trained up and the media was there. And so now we have all these eyes on the process who actually know what they're supposed to see. And what the mechanisms are if they see something they don't like. And so when Trump rang this alarm and it and people ran down, if they did, to Huntington Place, the former TCF center. What did they find is party people that were trained up that said, nope, no bullshit here. Everything's fine. That's what we needed. And we didn't have. And now we have it. And they found Charlie LaDuff. Yeah, how was Captain it? Accounting Board 112. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Right, this Captain. Accounting Board 112. I mean, 
Detroit bent over backwards. And yeah, there was a shit. Well, you'll remember when I was at the party, Janice Winfrey sent me a letter early on. We want you guys to work with us to make sure that we've got the people there to make sure that this stuff doesn't happen. We, we were treated by the media as nefarious because we were recruiting and training poll workers and poll watchers. We've been doing it forever, but it ain't sexy work, so no one ever did it. I love it. But because of 2020, now every jackass wants to be a poll watcher or a <laughs> poll worker. And the media stayed all night long this time. And, Shay, and Shay, got Shay, to Shay, see Shay, got you, Shay, nothing. Shay, Shay. There was no insurrection. Isn't was that no ironic? Disrupt. They stayed all night long. <laughs> okay, listen, uh, we're going to continue on, uh, but we'll take some calls tonight. 7345 NB News. 7345 NBNEW is the NPRW. S. <laughs> um, Karen, is, 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 is the Stop the Steal movement dead? I think it's only going to really be dead when they find something else to latch their wagon to. Uh, uh, I was actually looking really? through my. My, my, my photos, because I saw a guy the other day and I took his picture. He had a license plate said Trump 24. So there are people that are going to be relentless. They're going to hang on to it, whether it continues to be in the forefront, maybe, maybe not. But that's still going to be a driving force. People are hell bent on proving that Donald Trump won that election, even if they have to try to get him reelected in 24. Well, my brothers, you're right. My brothers and sisters who believe that I, respect, right? Respect. But again, there's no proof and there's no suspect. There's no suspect. Who, who, Soros? That doesn't matter. When I'm just saying, it, it does matter though. It does because it they should, you got, all got to focus on your kitchen table, what's in your fridge, what's in the bank, right? The police are rolling down the street. If you're being treated with some modicum of dignity in this country, I get it. I'm from you. I'm, this, it's a mess. But don't make a bigger mess because you see what happens now. And if you want to believe it, I'm always, always willing to hang and talk. Just like this Antifa dude. I get lots of email. I thought this was interesting. Guys, give me a second. I'll pull it up. While you're doing that, Charlie, there I, it did, is. I, I do want to say late. something. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. What do you want to say? Well, uh, we just got through an election which... CNN and MSNBC and the left and the media were all telling us that Republicans are up to stealing democracy. Democracy's on the ballot. If we don't show up, these guys, there were no incidents. We just had the first election after 2020. And you'd think I'd turn on the Today Show Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday of this week and everyone be celebrating how non-controversial this election was. And no one is saying a fucking thing about it. Oh, so what you're For all the buildup for how bad things were going to be and all the, the nefarious activities, why are we not celebrating how controversy controversy free this thing was well then let's celebrate that yeah, because that says something good Slancha. about the mega crowd doesn't it well and that's what i would argue to reporters like this is not necessarily a bad thing that there's more eyeballs and more transparency on the process to reassure people they that they can trust and the they, process and that they accepted it and they accept the well outcome. that's the media but how ironic that i would accept <laughs> such an explanation how ironic it would be to actually listen now, a, uh, this is, I'm just going to call him, let's, I'm going to call him his, uh, Craig. This was a little back and forth. Um, here's Craig to me. What's the date today? The 10th. 10th. It was yesterday, but I hadn't slept because I was counting your vote. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. 
and it's a great thing to do. I'm and being I, serious. I, okay, so Craig says, it seems to me like you were unable to politicize the deaths of old folks and smear the governor. Your little commercial about me saying, um, you know, let's go back. You don't know Cuomo. My little, my little thing on, on uh, social media. That's what mm -hmm. he's talking about. That even helped her. Good work, Mr. LaDoof. I'm like, what are you, Karen Dumas calling me LaDoof? <laughs> It's LaDouche. Oh, LaDouche. It's LaDouche, Craig. Spell it right. Okay. Is that uh, Craig Mauger? No. <laughs> then I wrote to Craig, Antifa Craig. Thanks, Craig. You like my Dixon commercial too? It's a great comeback. Till he wrote back. Oh, yeah. Strong work. <laughs> ah. Then he goes on. But why'd you give a mouthpiece to anyone supported by the DeVos family is beyond me. They don't give a shit about anyone but themselves and the super rich. And using my tax dollars to pay for some rich kid's private school, fuck that. Wait, he just said they don't care about anyone but themselves. He just now acknowledged they care about somebody else's kids. The rich kids, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I wrote back. We got a conversation going, and I will have conversation. That is 7345. NB News. I'll have a conversation with you. Just whatever's on your mind. I wrote back to Craig. I wrote, brother, I don't think you think I support the current state of things or the domination of public life and the public dollar by the oligarchs or special interests, and I'll put this in, the political parties. My job always has been and always will be questioning the power, at least those with it or those seeking it who are willing to face the questions. In, this, in the case of Dixon, you see how it worked out. People heard that interview and made their decisions. That's why. Craig? Got it ready? Yeah. Yes. I will have lunch with anybody to get you an answer. I will take a road trip with the West Coast Grand Dragon King Klegel of the Ku Klux Klan if that's what it takes. What America don't you like and you want out of here? I told you, the Jews, the Blacks, Mexicans, the Orientals. Catholics? Catholics, blacks should go back to Africa, and the Mexicans need to go back to Mexico. And the whites should go back to Europe? No, this is our land. We founded it. But Jesus was a Jew. No. No. Yeah, Jesus was a Jew. Jesus was not a Jew. What do you mean he wasn't a Jew? He's, Jesus is not a Jew. You're a Jew. Have you ever read the, uh, your book, The Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zionism? It's made by your uh, elders, wrote by your elders. What are uh, you? Your Jewish Zionist elders. Protocols of the Elders Learned Zion. You never read that book? Why did ask No, but he asked me, he said, I'm a Jew. I mean, what makes right. you think I'm a Jew? Because you said you were part Jew. I did? Yeah. You said you were black, Jew. Oh, oh, okay. Excuse me then. Cracker? Huh? Cracker. What do you mean, cracker? You want a cracker? Oh, nothing. <laughs> Wait a minute. What did he say? You ever wrote? Never mind. He's no. growing up the English we'll, language. We'll let, you, we'll let you stumble through that, Karen. Go ahead and <laughs> absorb that one. Did you I bring can't. crackers just for that moment? I always travel with crackers. 
and, a li- and some sliced cheese, Rob. It really that, that and a pack of cigarettes, right? Really gums up the works when you need it to be gummed up. I love how polite that he was. Hilarious. That motherfucker. Guess where he lives? Where? Five minutes from Disneyland, Orange, California. Swear to God. And you know when you Google Earth this house, guess who's mowing his lawn? That's right. Mexico. Paco. Oh, now, I know what he, said, or, he said Oriental. So he's talking about rugs. What is this? Like, yeah, yeah. who is this guy? I, I don't think you need to. I don't think he cares about it. You need to correct the grammar of, a, of a, the King Klegel. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> he was raised by his grandparents. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to let it sit. Let Karen collect her thoughts. <laughs> No, I can't on that one. I've watched that numerous times. That's probably one of your best interviews, Charlie, and it's the offering of the cracker for me. But, you know, when people try to speak from the position of authority or knowledge and they can't craft a a sentence or a paragraph correctly, I kind of stop listening. Karen, they're the Klan. Yeah, why are you listening? That means they spell it with a K. Okay, so listen, in no way am I, you know, okay, stop the mail. In no way am I comparing anybody to anything because that's the era we live in. I'm just saying, Craig, dude, it's my job. And if we were betting, I would have won a shitload of money last week. But I got to do the job. And you shouldn't think that people dying in a nursing home from very bad decisions that have never been owned up to is in any way some kind of politicization. It's not. And that's why I'm the MVP. <laughs> Let me just so, uh, Charlie, ironically. You kind of helped deliver at least some points for the Whitmer campaign. Do you think maybe now in her next term she'll come on and talk to you? Great question. I got a great answer. Don't matter to me. I'll be there. And the answer, now, the answer is no. Yeah. That's she a, won't. You went for president. I'm going to be there. <laughs> you do some dumb shit up in Lansing, I'm going to be there. Because now I got to do Lansing. Now, and I don't want to hear this. Detroit City Council is Democratic. Detroit Mayor is Democratic. I live in Oakland County. The executive's Democratic. The commission's Democratic. My boutique little town, it's Democratic. My state rep is Democratic. My state senator is Democratic. My secretary of state, my attorney general, my governor are Democrats. So don't say, why don't you hit Republicans? Because there are none anymore. I'm not driving to Escanaba for a story. You know what gas is doing? And if that gas don't get low, you're going to be out, Joe. This one was about abortion and about that stop the stealing. And we just answered you. So again, my vote is for the taking if I hear the right things. How's that, Karen? That answer? So where do we go? Yeah, it does. But where do we go from here, Charlie? Oh, we go right to commercials. Listen, (laughs) American Coney Island has a new warehouse. It is Coney Kit season. One dozen dogs, one dozen buns, a Vidalia onion, the instructions, a nice hat for the kid, all to your door. Holiday season, birthdays, Christmas, New Year's. I mean, I even, I hate to promote this because it goes berserk. I mean, it goes berserk because it's the best dog in the country. The chili, proprietary. It's proprietary. Did you know that? The dog made specifically for American Coney Island. It's going to go nuts. Do it now because I don't want to be seeing a thousand of these kids 
two days before Christmas because it really sucks. <laughs> Cutting into my partying time. <laughs> You, you can have you can have a Coney Island for Thanksgiving. You don't have to have a turkey. You can do that for Thanksgiving too. I mean, that's really actually no. I'm no for Thanksgiving. Yes, Christmas cook. But wait a minute. You see the price of ham? Yes, that's what I'm saying. So get you a, get you a Coney kit and call it a day. Get yourself Coney. <laughs> it's get, about go, go family. And, and for other consultants, people like me, this is a great gift for clients. Uh, yes. Well, look at that. How political was that? I know. <laughs> Always thinking of the clients. Go to AmericanCodyIsland.com. Okay, and also, uh, everybody hates me because I'm the MVP because I went to Legacy Partners and got my insurance reconfigured. <laughs> I really did. That's why. I told you. Mark, you use Legacy? I absolutely do. You yeah, pay less? Save me a lot of money, yeah. And you get more coverage? Yeah, I do, actually. Uh, yeah. Are mm-hmm. you getting life insurance through them? I do not get that. Yeah, I, I, I got to get right. that. I'm Man, gonna, I was three for three, and you had to throw that out. I didn't get it. You, you might be a little late. I, I'm a little late. <laughs> Why spend the money? I'm going to die young. It's going to be like, <laughs> quite the premium. Your, your premiums are like five grand a yeah, month. Yeah, now cut that out, because I'm going to die young, and they're going to like, he called his own death. <laughs> Babe Ruth of death. I'm going I'm to fall right over left field fence. But they you did. I ca- Charlie, if you do. What, what's that? I can't hear you, Karen. Can I have your sweatshirt if you do? Oh, this one? Yeah, yeah it yeah. looks like it's made for a girl. This was a gift from uh, the sergeant of the 24th Medina, uh, Marine Expeditionary Unit. We went into Iraq together. I was cold. He gave it to me. God bless everybody that served, has served, or is thinking about it. So, yeah, that's that. Yeah, you can't have it, Karen. This is it's too dear to me. I was going to say, I think that was a no. <laughs> But I bet your legacy partner even even issues life insurance to Marines going into combat zones. I don't know, but you should call them. They will shop between seven and ten carriers for your insurance to find the best deal, and they got me that. Very proud that they're sponsors of this program. Uh, again, Medicaid and Medicare, don't get hustled. Everybody's trying to hustle everybody. They'll help you, and it's free, free. Didn't cost me anything. I saved. Mm-hmm. 586-209-4106. Right? 586-209-4106. Okay, what's going on? No, no. What's going on? No. I want a Coney dog. What a bitch. I'm hungry. He's ordering food. I'm hungry. In the show. I'm trying to promote American Coney. Okay. (laughs) You were talking about it, now I'm hungry. Let me your clients. I'm um, (laughs) the... Your name is, it's not bitch, it's Jeeves. <laughs> the handler, the professional handler has a handler. Nothing wrong in Republican land, I'm telling you. Just right my now. homeboy. Just my homeboy. Oh, and by the way, yes, our, our Democratic friends were going to come on, but they couldn't because there's victory parties tonight. <laughs> oh, Republicans got nothing but time oh, on our Blue hands. wave, mm. champagne, private jets. Woohoo! Couldn't make it. Love you. You guys did a great job. You did a great job. You know, you focused it. That $90 million the governor spent didn't go to waste. I mean, this nationwide, the total spent was $17 billion, And you know there's another billion off the books for another six months, right? Yep. Yep. Is He's- it just that simple? Is it just money? Yes. It well, is just money? Answer that. That's a good well, one. Well, you know, I, I just came back from a, a panel in Lansing of pundits, a lot of eight media types. And and how many Pundit questions? Palooza. Pundit Palooza. Wait, he went to Pundit Palooza. So like after the fact, you had the media, the politicians, the professional political handlers, and the college professors 
all rubbing each other's heinies? <laughs> Something like that. Oh my God, it's yeah. disgusting. What is this, the Mackinac policy convention? It was a mini, <laughs> oh, mini Mackinac. But uh, there was a couple questions from the audience about the brilliance of the Whitmer campaign and what could other states learn from Michigan Democrats? How about having an incumbent governor with $70 million and an opponent with $10 million? Like, that's a good start, as the Democrats in Florida will tell you, because that's what Ron DeSantis had. Like, there wasn't anything brilliant about this campaign. She was an incumbent that seized on an issue and had seven times more money than her opponent. Like you start from that standpoint, like winning in that situation is tough. How, how are you? How are you supposed to compete with that? Yeah, let's remember polls, and I don't. I don't really trust a lot of polls, but the polls show even up to election day, the majority of people did not trust, trust Governor, Whit Governor Whitmer. Look how long she struggled to break fifty percent. She was under fifty up until till election. Two to three day. weeks out, she was you know got to fifty one. Got what, to what 52. Does, what fifty are you talking about? What fifty? You mean fifty percent of the vote? Uh, uh, no, I'm just talking about. Uh, 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 job approval and... Uh, I'm talking about on the ballot, like when they polled uh, Gretchen Whitmer and Tudor Dixon, she was up until three weeks, maybe two weeks out, like 47, 48, 49, but she couldn't break 50. And she was, I mean, you, we all saw it, all of those uh, uh, in Michigan, especially in Metro Detroit, got more Charlie LaDuff than we bargained for. Two months and $25 million of ads exclusively attacking her on abortion and Whitmer still couldn't get past 50%. How do we do here in the no bullshit news hour during this? Well, I, you clearly made a mark. Did we, did we, yes. we, we, you left a stain in the underwear on this one. We did well. Yeah. I'm, I'm very proud of this crew. Just a shabby little crew doing, Oh, hold on a second. Shabby. We're not shabby. I don't know who this is. It's a PR firm, but, uh, no, thanks. They must have just got done with the oysters up there in Lansing. <laughs> the Pundit Palooza. Can, okay. can, can I ask an opinion on another thing regarding the election from both of you guys? Anything, sir. Okay, so I've always felt Republicans are far better on messaging. Uh, Democrats just never have a good message. So the message this time is democracies on the ballot. To me, that seems kind of ethereal and an obtuse kind of thing. But it seemed to work. Why did that work but inflation when everybody's you know, sees their grocery bills go up, see gas go up, but still have their job. Is is that the reason why? Like, why? Do I'll, you I'll answer that. Thank I'll you. take that one, Jason and Karen. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we all know that inflation is a federal issue. It's the feds. It's uh, it's budgets. It's, sure. you know, unfunded mandates that by the bank. The electorate doesn't know that. They do. They do not. Oh, oh no! It's like my my state senator made a made inflation go up. No, it's Sleepy Joe spent too much money. No, no. Well, see, that's no. why you lost. No, that's no. why you lost. You should listen to the middle. I don't know about well, the put the You're listening Whitmer to yourself right Marshall now. saying that she had nothing. But to I was do right. I'm the MVP. <laughs> go ahead. Karen. She had a commercial saying that she didn't um, that she had nothing to do with inflation. Remember, she's standing in front of the cereal saying it's four dollars a box because she, she probably saw in her polling that it was starting to cut in and she had to make an argument. But nobody believes that. I do believe believes that, what though. believes what that 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 Whitmer has anything to do with inflation, but she does. Because the budget again went up thirty percent. Okay, but I mean, in funded my funded by empty dollars from Washington, which will expire. You can't. The road money will come next year, but the the add-ins to the budget won't. So good luck, the Republic, uh, the Democrats. Now it's you know the blue wave. You've got 
the governorship attorney. Uh, do we have that graphic? Yeah, put it this up. This is sent to us by by Jason here. If you're listening, I'll read it to you. But if you're watching, this is unbelievable. In 2016, the Republicans held the governor's office, secretary of state, attorney general, Supreme Court majority, Board of Education majority, the Senate majority, the House of Representatives majority, uh, the majority of congressional Washington delegates, the Oakland County executive chair, and the majority of the seats on the Oakland County Commission, 2016. Six years later, they're all Democrats. And that Oakland County thing is important because it's the second largest county in the state and the first largest Republican county. We've got wiped out in the last six years. We have three elections since Donald Trump was first elected. Well, two since he was elected. And we've gotten wiped out. And you better get wise because one other thing we didn't do is the Democrats did a very good job. And they've sort of bullshitted the people. The independent redistricting committee was really left-leaning, democratic. And they gerrymandered this whole shit. Detroit has very little representation in Lansing. They've decided to cut pie strips from Detroit all the way up to Birmingham in order to get these seats. But Detroit doesn't have much Detroit representation. And Karen, you've been saying it and saying it and saying it, and that one's going to come home to roost. Yeah, it is, Charlie. I mean, but, you know, again, and I hate to say this, but I've said this before, too. I mean, even in when, we, when there was Detroit representation, what did it translate to? And so at this point, it's kind of, you know, if I had to quote Donald Trump, like, what did you have to lose? Like, we, we, we haven't gotten anything. I mean, we really haven't. So I don't know if it's, you know, it was taken away because we didn't leverage it or do what we were supposed to do. Or if we just, I don't know. But wh what does that leave us in the same place? Uh, you and your phone. Uh, no. Uh, uh, I, hey, I walked away. Thinking, <laughs> you weren't even listening, Karen. I was listening, Karen. I felt like I spoke I too much already. I want to give the people opportunity. <laughs> well, checking on his dog. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> Okay. I'll just talk. Oh, sure. no. Oh, no. I, was, I thought it was teed up nicely for the politico who is wandering around in the forest of ignominy. <laughs> when I got here, I didn't know I was going to be here. I know. That's <laughs> how it works here. You know that. So here's the other thing. Wait a minute. This is <laughs> bullshit. Take the rustling bag over there, bro. But not the... Not the Coney what Island. What's that? <laughs> that's the fucking cake for Rook over here. I'm trying to promote American Coney Island, the best dog, rat free. It's delicious. <laughs> Jesus but that's okay. That's what Detroit gets out of this, Karen. Is Coney dogs from American that are are rat free? Don't say, don't say I, that word. I vote for that. <laughs> I'll say that word. Election 2024 has already started, hasn't it, Jason? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's showing up. Coney is <laughs> Perfect time. This, this uh, motherfucker's a hit, man. This, he, he wouldn't do this to NPR. Uh, he wouldn't do it to Tucker uh, Carlson. I'll, I'll give him a break. I mean, the election did just end. This is right. you're, you're still decompressing. <laughs> By the way, while he's I've been binging for days. While he's eating that, he's more moderate than you know. Because, I'm not moderate. Because the number one thing that actually passed with the most votes in Michigan was Prop 1, and he was behind yes, it. Yeah. Uh, 2024 has already started. And, um, okay, listen, if you called in, call back, because everybody hung up. <laughs> so long. You put them on hold too long, Charlie. You got to yeah. take your callers. Uh, oh, Jesus. I don't have to be. 
You're like asked Apple customer service. Why do I have to be yelled at for everything going on here? I mean, I, well, let me tell you like about people that actually can handle tech. That would be XG Service Group, uh, specializing in business IT. They manage services like internet and voice over IP, Wi-Fi design and installation, security systems, like, you know, Pelosi, you should call them, <laughs> cameras and access control. Digital menu boards, like drive through. I'm thinking about getting a drive through system. For here? Yeah, because wow. you guys can't handle the phone. So There's, Yeah, okay. Is we get somebody on the phone? There is. When well, you're why done, didn't when you you're just with say XG. it? I did, oh, yeah. Oh, it, is it through uh, Matt yeah. uh, Yaskovitz? It is. It is. This is, this is thanks to yeah. Matt set up our phone lines, <laughs> set them up. He didn't get me the right guys to handle the phones. But uh, <laughs> I called him at 734-245-4100. Do me a favor, just call up. You got a racetrack, you got a building, you've got Anything. security they needs. No, they, they, you got you got restaurants, you got drive through. They do all of it. 734-245-4100. Call Matt Yaskovitz at XG Group Services Group. What'd you say, Karen? I was saying, what about home security or systems at home? I yes. Mean, able to Did, that, I, okay? th I thought that was clear. No, you from. said your business. No. Well, isn't your business. isn't your house your private business? <laughs> I just thought that went with us. Um, I'm sick. Be nice to me. <laughs> oh, I'm, okay. We got a call, Carolyn. Here we go. Give it to me. What's eating you? Go ahead. Okay, who's this? It's Red, the Detroit City fan. Oh yeah, DCFC Red. Hey, what up, Charlie? Oh, what's going on, yeah, Red? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red from the Detroit going on, City man? Football Club. Not much, brother. Didn't. Didn't recognize your voice through the static. What's your what's your beef? What's your, what's your point, homie? Man, this 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 felt like this felt like we hand down. What what are you in the toilet? Nice, nice phone. What's, what what are you doing in the toilet? <laughs> I know your wife put you out, but she didn't have to put you in the dumpster. <laughs> okay, you were saying what now? No, it just felt like it's it's like the choice between kicking the can down the street or or picking up the can and cutting up people who are <laughs> <laughs> working the polls. You know what I mean? It's like, for me, I voted blue this time around. And the only reason that I'm voting blue really is because of what happened on January 6th and the Republican Party's unwillingness to stand up against that. I'm a, I'm a solid, I'm a solid independent. I would be willing to vote for any party. Have, how old are Red, you? When you have something Red, like how, that Red, happen and you don't have a strong voice. Red, Red, how old are you? Give me, give, me, give me qualifications. How old are you? Hmm? What's who, your age? Who, who was your first, first vote for president? Who was my first vote for president? Yeah. I think it was George Bush. Mm, George Bush. One or George Bush two? Two. He was shit, and fuck you for doing it, man. I didn't do that. How you like that, Craig, the Antifa motherfucker? I never voted for a Bush or a Clinton or Trump. Okay, so the first one was Bush. What was the second one? My second one would have been Gore. Gore. Wait a minute. So George, wait a minute. He's got his timeline right? No, you don't. No, you wouldn't have been Gore. Bush ran against Gore. Kerry? You mean Kerry? Well, Gore, yeah, Gore was 2000. Kerry was 2004. Right. 
You may have complained. Okay, then who'd you vote for, uh, Obama or McCain? Yeah, I voted for Obama twice. Me too. Okay, and then Trump or whoever was running against him, uh, Hillary Clinton, who'd you vote for? I honestly, I begrudgingly voted for Hillary Clinton. Okay, that's cool. No, it would be, you don't got to be, uh, you know, uh, to be honest. I mean, just be honest. Okay, and then it was Trump and Biden. What'd you do? I'm Biden again, kind of begrudgingly for Biden. Okay, so you went one Republican and like four Democrats. Yeah, respect. I totally get it, man. I totally get that. But your votes to be earned. You're not a partisan you're not ridiculous it's like what they're saying appeals uh, you're a detroiter i I 100 get that and i i couldn't agree more but i'm just looking back at it all these years going i remember uh clinton like fuck you and nafta remember perot was gonna win Mm -hmm. we knew it was shit then you know it's been shit around here for 20 something years and a bunch of empty promises so I'm I'm glad you are. That's really because you're kind of a public figure, and you just said it. And go ahead and ask me. Go ahead, ask me. Ask me who I voted. Who'd you vote for? Ronald Reagan. Okay. Then uh, second term because then I was 18. Andre Maru, I believe, the libertarian from Alaska. I believe, right? <laughs> and then that will put me in the 92. Uh. I went Perot, and then 96, and I didn't do no Clinton. Um, Dole? Dole. I yeah. didn't do no Dole. I think it was uh, another liberal. Did Nader run then? Uh, yes, he did. Forbes? I think I did Nader. No, I did Perot again. He ran again, right? Uh, yeah, he did. Okay. A really shitty candidate. Then in 2000, I did Nader, and then 2004, it was, that was Kerry Bush and... Whoever the fucking libertarian was, a dick. Because I like to participate. Gary, was that Gary Johnson? No, he was. He was couple. He was couple cycles ago. Then I don't remember because it was another loser. But I like to participate. But I don't like what I see. And then 2008, I went Obama. I was looking for some hope and change. A little change in my pocket. Didn't get it. But it was better than uh, <laughs> Mitt Romney and if. 47% uh, who I'm related to couldn't do it. I went Obama. Then it was Trump, Clinton, and uh, who was the libertarian? I, I, I did third party again. I think it was Gary Johnson, right, in 2016? I think I did do Gary, and then I did libertarian again in 2020. Oh, I'm not even Weld, a libertarian. Weld, was it Weld in 2020? No. Well, was, uh, Weld was, the, I think, Johnson's vice president. Wasn't, oh, it, that's wasn't right. it Johnson <clears throat> The woman. Um, uh, oh, um, Dr. Jill Stein? No, no the hippie, the hippie chick, uh, oh, Mary Williamson. Williamson. No, no, no. Uh, I'm gonna get flamed now on social media. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you will anyway. Very, I'm old. Well, let, let me ask you this: regarding not liking what you see, I mean, the three big elections no, here, attorney the attorney general. Yes. Let me say this. Go ahead. Remember what you're going to say. I'm yeah. going to tell you what I like. What I see, I like Luke Owacki <laughs> and his advice. That's what I see. Luke Owacki. That that stock market went down. Like I can't speak for Luke, but I'm going to tell you what he told me. Write it out. Write it out. That's what he said. Do not panic. Get a strategy. Write it out long term. He knows me. What did Dow do today? 
1,200 points. Why? Because inflation is only 7.7. Only? Wall Street's looking for a reason. Looks like a relax, man. Do not fuck with your long-term strategy. He understands me. Told me about the I-bonds. I trust the man. Everything I said, of course... That's the legal mumbo jumbo. He, he didn't tell you to do that. I'm just telling you, man. That's, that's the guy I call late at night. Dude, I'm scared. That's what I say. I'm scared. I'm scared. What do I do? He says, What are you about? What's your goals? That's what he does. You know the number I call him on? This is actually the number you get him. 248-663-4748. Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Wealth for ra- uh, rational financial advice. 248-663-4748. And remember, if your shit goes up or it goes down, I'm not to blame. And he's not to blame. It's just advice. Because nobody really knows. Go ahead, Mark. What I was going to ask, and something else from this show a few weeks back that has stuck with me, is when you had Pete Lucido and Adolf Mongo talking. And they both agreed about how um, the Attorney General and Secretary of State are chosen by the parties, or at least the Republicans are, because there's a lot of people out there that really do not like Dana Nessel. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I don't Her think I found... approval rating was under 40%. I, I don't know one person who likes her. But there's a lot of people I know. I know what you do. You give me a jackhole who steals voting machines and is <laughs> being sued of, by all his clients. That's kind of the point. Perfect so, alternative. So do you think that will ever change to where that would be a primary? Or is the party going to keep, keep you doing that? got something up your sleeve, Hobie? <clears throat> I, I, I think. Uh, yeah, wait, Hobie, you got a little something up your sleeve? Good one, Mark. A little something up there? Wait, all that Mark, it's a great idea I hadn't contemplated, and I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> Please. Uh, whisper. whisper. <laughs> Are you going to do that? Uh well, you know, I think a lot of people in the state don't realize that the political parties pick our Republican and Democratic nominees for Attorney General and Secretary of the State. The delegates, right? Yeah. The delegates. Yeah. So we're talking about party activists. So we tend to not necessarily get people that are what a general election and a broad electorate might want. Um, this goes for the university boards. This goes for the Supreme Court. Yeah. Uh, so it's and there's not a lot of states that nominate a convention like this so we only do a governor on in a primary in u.s senate and the congressionals and the state legislative but all the other statewide constitutional offices we nominate at convention so it is party partisans that choose them um it would take a constitutional amendment to change that let's get that done karen did you know that that was the fact um, I think I remember Jason saying that before. So, yes, I did. I remember him saying that before on the show. Oh, I did, didn't listen to him. Because <laughs> well, he's busy eating all the time. <laughs> no, but the, but the one thing is you do have a base that gets very excited about that person. And, and you were there, right, Charlie? You went to the uh, when the nomination convention. Yeah, but Mark's, Mark's. Well, Mark's, but, thanks, Mark, I, I, but you know what Mark's doing? Um, What's that? It's radio pitch. Let's move along. Oh yes, I was. You know, I was at the. Well, you didn't tell me to remind you. So. I was at the convention. It was unbelievable. <laughs> what a mess! What a mess! You, you know, when they're like pre-picking and and they didn't they didn't pick the yeah. the guy that could win. Tom and Lennon. they used Dominion voting machines to do yeah, it. And I'm at the toilet and I'm trying to figure out like you know as a reporter one or two. Uh, <laughs> the first one. 
Oh, the one or two. Oh, standing. I'm standing at the urinal. And there's an old dude. He old. I mean, the old. This is how old he is. He takes his pants down to his ankle when he when he pisses. So you see his ass. And you walk in. You, you walk in like, oh my god, I gotta get right next to this mother. I don't. Not, and I say, you sure you weren't at a glory hole? Well, I would, <laughs> what's wrong with that, man? Fucking Republicans. Unbelievable. You walked in the back room of a glory hole. Would <laughs> be the first time, okay? And I'm standing there, and I thought I'd try the, the probe, <laughs> social probe, just getting the gauge of this thing. He's like, this is the worst fucking convention I've ever seen. They all got to be wiped out. I've been coming here since 78. And I go, yeah, yeah. And if, if, if that was my, you or him? If my uncle wanted to be called my aunt, she'd still be my aunt. And he goes, yeah, but you can't swim with girls. And I'm like, touche. Oh, look hmm. at that. It's hmm. kind of reason why I don't pick up your pants. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so at this point, it, it, was, a, a, it was a freaking mess. And what, what comes down the line just a little bit later, James Craig, the former chief of police of Detroit, is winning. He's actually beating Wimmer in the polls. And I don't believe any polls anymore. I think they're bullshit. They just lie. And as it gets closer <laughs> to the thing, they, we all know how close it's going to be. James Craig's going to win. But he keeps fucking up. I mean, the worst, what he ended up doing was hiring, well, you know, allegedly, I'm hearing, I'm, I'm only joking. I don't want a lawsuit. A bunch of crackheads <laughs> to fake his signatures as they Perry the Mummy Johnson. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're left with Tudor Dixon who couldn't even get into the first debate because she's polling it like decimals. But Charlie, didn't we think or didn't we talk about that possibly being by design? I mean, when you're a person that comes in, the party picture helps to pick your team. Conspiracy theory. And here's, I love it. And he, no, it's not a conspiracy theory. Here's a person yes, it is. who did not know pop. All right, Charlie. All right, Donald Trump. That's not conspiracy theory. Wait a minute. You're Donald Trump. You're the lightweight. It was by design. I'm like, he just hired crackheads. Charlie, when, and, and, and maybe Jason can weigh in on this. I mean, the party has some say so as to who, what, you know, what people comprise his team. He didn't know anything about politics, and I think that was to his detriment. And in all honesty, he he doesn't he didn't know the game. Well, I think we underestimated somebody that had never been in political life before jumping into the biggest race in the country. Frankly, I mean, Michigan governor's race arguably was the biggest race in the country this cycle. Um, and I think we underestimated when you don't have the experience. And you know, part of the problem was he didn't know anyone in the system. So he didn't know who was a grifter, who was credible, who was putting their hand in his pockets, you know. And so I feel sympathetic that, you know, he didn't necessarily have the experience to understand how to navigate this world. Um, but at the same time, he also didn't have the skill set to do this. You know, one thing that I heard anecdotally a lot is he'd go to events and he would just plant himself and um, wait for people to come up to him rather than work in the room. And I told a... a former legislator who was a sheriff and he goes yeah that's a classic police chief and i go well what do you mean he goes well police chiefs don't go work the room the room works them right. now a sheriff gets elected so they're more politicians so they go out and work the room but so james craig would show up at events with tons of people that wanted to meet him and you'd think as a politician he'd go work that room and he wouldn't he'd go sit down at the table and wait for everybody to come up and kiss the ring i got people i got video of people that wanted to meet him and this was his announcement at Belle Isle. Uh, this told you everything you need to know what was going to go on with this campaign. And uh, before we play it, 
his microphone was out. So we have comedian Detroit Red uh, doing... Um, very sophisticated. Uh, in interpretation for the hearing impaired. He can read lips. And uh, here's what uh, Red had back then. I'm running for governor of goddamn Michigan. King Kong ain't got shit on me. And when I get in office, I'm putting cases on all you bitches. Come on. Where the fuck is the police at when you need them? This is the fuck they was talking about when I was police chief. I can't wait till I find out who dumbass fucking idealist was to do this shit on Bell Isle. They motherfucking asses fired. And fuck y'all. So that was a very strong coming out party, Karen. Yeah, I remember that. But again, when you have people around you, if they're the nephew of a large donor within the party, it doesn't necessarily mean that they know how to develop, manage, or execute an effective strategy. And we saw people around him. We see people around Governor Whitmer right now that just don't know what to do or how to do. And, and it cost him um, this, this nomination. Uh, that's, I think that's true. We got somebody on the phone there? Not anymore. He's bailed. You guys are like shit. <laughs> Very oh, impatient. They have I, those mini phones. Well, I'm, I, I, I'm sorry. On. Like, I, I keep getting this lady texting me going, I'm tired of you saying the market's shit. Cutting off carrot. Look here. You do it. <laughs> yeah. Where's her MVP award? Here, call back while I, I do these spots. Here's what you do. There's someone on the line when you're done with the spot. Okay, you tell him on the line. Oh, uh, we can't. Can I you check? can talk. To him. I caught him. I caught him. You're perfect for Lansing. Did he hang up? What? No. No, he's screening it for you. Oh, we got a, we, we've got a constituent on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call a lobbyist. Let's get some lunch. <laughs> Isn't that how it works, Jason? What are you doing on the phone? Well, I thought you were going to read the, uh, the Yeah, but I want, I want your attention. All right. ADR experienced. The competent reduce your costs, increase your bottom line, ADR saving clients millions. Uh, they're experts at procurement and government compliance and information technology. Call Barry Ellen Tuck at 248-318-9424 for a consultation. Get the job done right. ADR Consultants, 248-318-9424. And of course, the economy up and down. You're seeing like it's probably these rates are going to go down. You can refinance these rates. Call Hall Financial and help yourself. Over 40% of Americans, get this, do not have 500 bucks in their emergency fund. 40%. Not a lot of people don't realize that they can use the equity in their home to put themselves in a better financial situation. A cash out refinance, it's not going to cost you anything. You're just going to reset, consolidate your debt, get a note. Credit cards are now at 19% nationally. That's, that doesn't even That's include the, the, the hit when you don't pay it all off. 19%. Yep. You want to refi, you, you got your house at four. You want to refi it at six. You got twenty thirty thousand dollars $30,000 in your credit card, paying 19. Do the math. Call Hall. Prepare your family for the future. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance your current home, Please call Hall Financial First at 866-CALL-HALL or get started by going to callhallfirst.com. And in this room, I rarely see, you know, an advert where somebody's stunned. Like, yeah, mm. I just saw it. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Fuck. 19. Think about this, people. Get yourself Coney Kid, AmericanConeyIsland.com. Great, okay. great for clients. Yeah, great for clients. Gino. <laughs> yep. Gino. 
Charlie. Hit me, Gino. What's going on, baby? Hey, guys. I just want to say thank you for everything you guys do. Uh, I listen to you every week. I really appreciate it. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Um, enough to, enough with the blowjob, Gino. Let's go. Chop, chop. It's Thursday. I all need right. to get out of here. I got a question for you guys. Okay. And I, I want to I hear from all three of you on this. Who's the three? Wait, there's three. I'm a, con- Wait. I'm a conservative. I'm not surprised by the results at all uh, based on what's happened in D.C. over the last couple years. But I want your opinion on what you think the right move for the conservatives are going forward for 24. In my opinion, I think Trump, the one gift Trump gave to us was he exposed the media for the corrupt bastards that they are. And you are obviously in agreement because you're exposing the media for the corruption that they have. I want to know what you think. What, What would you do? What would you do? Okay, mine, I'll go first. First of all, if I was Jason, I'd ditch the uh, Gucci loafers. He's not doing it. By the way, this guy comes from the block. This guy comes from that place that didn't have sidewalks, but had that big dent in the yard, and every time it rained, it'd get up into the fucking trailer. That's where he comes from. Trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like that, man. Now, I would say this. Real simple, and I'll, I'll move along. The Republicans have to stop thinking that there's some conservative orthodoxy glossary that we all live by. You got to understand us. Stop trying to tailor us to your message and tailor your message to us. He has a much more sophisticated answer than me, but I agree with what he's saying. But what do we need to do right now? Embrace Ron DeSantis. He embodies everything that conservatives like about Donald Trump. And he doesn't have all the bullshit that comes with it. And he's got a record. And I'll tell you what, he beat Charlie Crist in Florida. The Everybody beat governor. Charlie Crist in Florida. But he beat him like a fucking drum. 20 points in what was considered still a purple state. It ain't purple anymore. He beat him by 20 fucking points. It's still purple, dude. He picked up four congressional seats. That guy's a winner. Well, let me do this. It is still, everything's purple in this country. <coughs> DeSantis makes sense. DeSantis ran the state and they're pleased with it, right? That's all. Something how, do you get Trump, how do you get Trump to move over? Well, hold on. We'll give that to Karen. Karen, how do you get Trump to move over? I, stop making him relevant. I mean, that's the first thing. You know, you've got Republican candidates that continue to run to him for either validation, advice, or, you know, some type of uplift. But I think the Republicans have to get their stuff together. I think that you know, strategically, they've been kind of raggedy, um, been inconsistent in messaging. And then just like what Jason just said, I mean, it doesn't align yourself with the person that's going to win. It's come up with a consistent strategy and align your candidates to win. Like you're backdooring that. So they need to get their stuff together and Gino, all that that entails. Gino, um, you're conservative. That means that's your your personal eyeballs your soul the way you look at life right that's what that means right down down to the core you got nothing against nobody you you not a tax revoltist but you look around and you're like this thing's out of control the the money's wasted they keep leaning on me they're in my house they're in my business you don't want that right yep i'm not i'm not a right-wing extremist right uh i've been told i have libertarian views but what do you mean? I, you got a I bad haircut and wear a woolly sweater? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You know, what I, you know what I mean, man? Here's the deal, Gino. Believe in yourself. You know what? All they got to do is like make make sense and let them know that you're sensible. They, they, they're so busy trying to craft shit instead of know you. And I keep hearing that about the media and like all the media shit because people are shit. And they're absolutely lovely. We're just people. But you got to drive it. You can't sit back. You drive it. You know what I mean? And I'm I sure I want Mark's opinion too, though, because he always gets he always gets beat up for wait, being a libtard. So wait a minute. Well, you're listening to Drew's show because I don't even think he's a libtard, but he's 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 falling asleep again because he's a narcoleptic uh, and his drug prices are too high. <laughs> what, what what exactly do you want to know? How can they get want, how can they get me back? Um, well, what would you do as a conservative to change the messaging to push Trump to the side? Oh, move more to the center. I, I just there's nothing I hate more than culture war uh, bullshit. I just I don't care. I think uh, I don't care about the trans fight. It's just such a small percentage of the population. I want everyone to have the same opportunities. It's it's about the economy. It's always about the economy. And you care about trans people, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. of course. I know. So you know, it's just I, I just that stuff is just noise to me, and it immediately makes me tune out. Um, that's just one of the examples, you know. I, 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 need go- I need government to do its basics, and it's doing everything but. And I, everybody thinks that. Yeah, that's yeah. All you got, the, I think, Gino, the problem is, like Karen said earlier, that you're trying to trap people in a message, like uh, maybe it was you, Mark. It, it was like we got the primaries, the message, then you try to move to the center. Yeah. Because of early voting, I think all that's changed, and you just got to come out now. Yeah. Now it's better. I, I think DeSantis is the future of the Republican Party if we if we have any chance. The, well, no, look, DeSantis is the present, and DeSantis is Florida, and Whitmer is the present, and she's Michigan, and that's what this great unwieldy rock and roll very free let's keep it free countries about i have no problem with what the people decide once they decide it then i'm going to keep on it and i don't know how a guy not in my business or jason's business or karen's business does that but we're you know ultimately we serve you dude and it's up to you to find something to do with that know what i mean I know what you mean. Right One on, more man. thing. I do not know how Dana Nessel got reelected. I'm out, guys. Because Thank I you. gave a nut. It was a nutbag. <laughs> Return the voting machine, you freak. Oh, my God. Okay. Let, let's wrap this shit up here real quick. I did TCF again. It was great. Detroit is really bending over backwards to be accurate. Yeah, you haven't talked about that experience. You we'll should do be it. enlightening the people. We do it next week. Nobody likes more than an hour. It is a podcast, dude. I mean, geez. I mean, leave them wanting. Let's put it this way, though. Detroit spending, by my estimation, I don't know the whole, $10 a ballot. $10 an absentee ballot to make sure we count it right. It it's ridiculous. They love me now. Before they tried to keep me out. Now they love me. You know what I mean? And now I'm the fill-in guy. Hey, can you figure out why it's not printing? Got it. Hey, can you fill in as the captain? I'm voting board one. Got it. Wow. Can, can you walk Fillmore up there? Make sure he don't lose. <laughs> he, he didn't go to the toilet. How come you're not as handy here with the, the equipment? 
Because I got he bad delegates. guys. Yeah, he's the captain and the MVP. Dude, I'm the MVP, the captain. <laughs> I don't know shit. Just tell me who to throw it to. Good arm. I bet you. I bet you. I could throw this beer can over that mountain. <laughs> I, I do. I do. Do want, it, Rico. Do it. I do want you to point out one thing. I'm that, going to. That I got. Okay. I'm going to. All right. To. All right. I didn't want to get ahead of you there. You I did to. not. It was the most exciting thing about the election to me. Who did I vote for? That wasn't it. I. <laughs> That wasn't my question. I know what I'm doing. I got an A in drama. <laughs> Who did I vote for? Let me put it this way. I did a lot of write-ins because that's where I live. I'm do- I, I got to do write-ins. I know who was good for attorney general. I'm not going to tell you. I'm, I know what I did. And my thing was the coolest ballot in Michigan. I bet you. And I they thought- were passing it around. In oh, the, uh, attorney general. Side. I'm like the- who the goofball? How many times did you run it through? Huh? Nothing. Huh? I wonder if it did. No, I wonder if it did. I saw all that. I saw all that. My tabulator was broken, Charlie. I just had to drop it in the machine. It was open. It so it didn't it didn't count uh, automatically. Welcome to Detroit. Exactly. And you you know if you you got a broken tabulator, I strongly suggest you see a doctor and get that fixed. <laughs> <laughs> but I had thought that, you know, I, I couldn't go for any of these attorney general candidates. And there was one guy left on the U.S. Taxpayers Party, uh, Gerald Van Sickle. <laughs> and he was an enigma. He, like, you go to his campaign page, and it was, it was a missing milk carton guy. Okay. But Van Sickle, <laughs> Van Sickle got 31,729 votes. And I might have gone there, except. Melissa Caron, what's her name? Miss Melissa Caron. Melissa Caron, the pole dancer that said it was a swindle and Giuliani's gal, it was, you know, possibly inebriated at the hearings. She was the lieutenant governor mm-hmm. nominee for this part. I'm like, can't do it. But <laughs> mystery solved. She's kind of hot, though, isn't she? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I mean, I mean, all women are hot, man. You know, I mean, that's me. I'm not going to vote on that. If, Sometimes a little bit of crazy if makes you got to vote on whoever you think is hot, then I'm voting for that. Right? She seems like she'd be fun to drink. But with. we got a picture uh, yeah, that, of Gerald Van Sickle. Yeah, this is what I was so excited about. hot. <laughs> is it up there? It was up there now. That oh is what he looks like. Oh, my God, what a beard on this guy. But we were searching for a picture of him for weeks. Look at his plaid <laughs> shirt. Yes, we could not find a picture of him. His plaid matches the party logo. This is what you do. <laughs> Good branding. You know what he's all about? What's that? Me either. <laughs> 31,729. He's about Gino, taxpayers. That's how she got elected. Oh, yeah. my God. That's the program. We'll talk to you Monday. Is that a Rorschach <laughs> test? <laughs>